All those years ago, it was very unusual, and even seen as unacceptable, for black and white people to marry. In fact, in many parts of America, it would have been illegal for them to have married at all. But Barack Sr. and Anne were happily married on the beautiful Hawaiian island of Maui, and Anne was soon to give birth to their son, Barack Obama, who says, My parents shared not only an improbable love, they shared an abiding faith in the possibilities of this nation. They would give me an African name, Barack, or Blessed, believing that in a tolerant America, your name is no barrier to success. Just a year later, Barack Sr. was to leave his wife and son to pursue his academic career at the very prestigious but very far away University of Harvard. It was a tough time for Anne and her young son, and she was forced to use food stamps to help support herself. They were a way by which poor families could get access to healthy food, and soon she was to seek a divorce from Barack Sr. Returning to university work to support baby Barack, it was there in 1967 that Anne met Lolo Sutoro. Lolo was the manager of an oil company, visiting from Indonesia, and they fell deeply in love. Lolo soon proposed, and the family of three moved across the ocean to his home city of Jakarta the capital of Indonesia. Life in Jakarta was very different from life in Hawaii. At just six years old, the change for Barak was immense. The young boy was to learn a new language and make new friends. At school, he learned about the different culture of Indonesia and its religion, called Islam, and he ate dog meat, snake meat, and roasted grasshopper while living there. Despite the many wonders of life in Jakarta, Barak's mother was determined he should eventually live in America, where she felt his best chances for future happiness and success lay. He remembers that she had learned the chasm that separated the life chances of an American from those of an Indonesian. She knew which side of the divide she wanted her child to be on. I was an American, she decided, and my true life lay elsewhere. To succeed in her aim, Anne was keen that Barack had the best education possible. Every morning at 4 a.m., she would begin teaching him at home for three hours, after which he would go on to his school and she would leave for work. But it wasn't just language and knowledge that Anne wanted to instill in her young son. She wanted to teach him important values. She would say to him, If you want to grow into a human being, you're going to need some values honesty, fairness, straight talk, and independent judgment. Meanwhile, his stepfather, Lolo, taught the boy the importance of standing up for yourself and what you believe, showing him how to box and defend himself. Together, Barack Obama's parents gave their son the best possible start in life. Barack says of his mom, She was the kindest, most generous spirit I have ever known. What is best in me, I owe to her. The values she instilled in him then gave him his sense of possibility. He says, If you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. Given the time and effort Barack devoted to his education, it's unsurprising that he soon won a scholarship to study at a school back in Hawaii. At the age of 10, he flew back to America and moved in with his grandparents in their Hawaiian home ready for the start of the new school semester. His mother stayed in Indonesia and missed her son desperately, but was happy that her dream of Barak's American schooling had begun. At this stage, Barak, 
was known as Barry. It was not until university that he asked to be addressed by his full name. Discovering who you are is one of life's greatest challenges. For Barack, the journey back to Hawaii was a difficult one. He had already moved so much in his life, leaving his friends behind in Indonesia, and was now in a school where there was only one other black child. Barack felt pretty isolated. As he said, I was trying to raise myself to be a black man in America, and beyond the given of my appearance, no one around me seemed to know exactly what that meant. He wanted to understand why, and began to study the history of the nation he would come to lead. It's very difficult to understand how anyone could ever have accepted the idea of slavery, the possibility that someone could be a slave to another person, but it's only in relatively recent times that the unfairness and...